Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons report. Whoa. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons report. Oh, my heavens. On Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, where else are you going to get that? On any other show in the city, specifically a sports show. Sports is what we do. It's what connects us. It's what binds us together. It's what creates conversation on a daily basis. And then we're able to bring in three-time Grammy winner and a guy that knows the city as well as anybody, Mike, to sit down and chop it up with us for 30 minutes to talk about all the things. And it's right here. And my hand is just even. There's no ups and downs. It's right here. We're just having a conversation right. because that's what we do on this show. And, and, and I think more than anything, the responses I'm getting from people about Killer Mike is if, even if you didn't know who he was, there are people we don't assume everybody knows that he's from here, he's an artist, he's been in the game a long time. But the fact is, Mike, they're like, man, I love this dude. Right. I love what he's saying. I love what he's talking about. That's why we want to introduce you to people like Killer Mike and, and talk to people here in Atlanta and artists and entertainers and everybody that makes our city great. Because that's what makes it great, Mike. Right. And he's a huge, I mean, we call it a brand ambassador for Atlanta. If you saw him on national TV the last few days, I mean, he just he, he's, he's a guy repping Atlanta and doing it the right way. Uh, and look, it's just great conversation. So much fun. Guys are hitting us up on the text line saying that was awesome. Loved it. Love what he does for the A. Uh, love the guys saying, man, we just, can you make him a regular as well? He's got things on his plate. He's got, he's got, <laughs> he's got, a, he's got, a, he's got, a a, as he said, working. he's got to make another record to repeat what was his greatest success. And, and as we said, he's an entrepreneur in the classic sense as hey, well. You got to strike when it's hot, man. Right. Right. You got to strike when it's hot. So wish, wish Mike nothing but the best, uh, Michael Render, and, and it was fun to talk with him. We got a lot more to get to. If you're just joining us and you're going, all right, guys, uh, you guys said it was the trade deadline in the NBA today. What did the Hawks do? Nothing. Nothing. Now, as we said, sometimes I know it's cliched, so I'll, I'll make it a bigger cliche. Yeah, sometimes the best trade is a trade you don't make. I still think they're going to trade DeJounte Murray because I don't think this ownership group wants to get above and gets deeper into the luxury tax, but they also didn't want to give him away for nothing. And if you're going to get some first-round pick, Carl, you're not going to see until, you know, 2028. That's not helping you. So perhaps they were, they were close. The one thing that came a little close, I guess, closer than other rumors was this, the Pelicans, right? We were going to maybe get a piece of Zion Williamson, but they wanted too much. Yeah, I mean, and again, I don't know if that trade, if it would have happened, takes you over the top. We were looking to get a two-way guard as well. Um, they, they, wanted, uh, they wanted double O. Double O. They wanted to add double O to the, to the deal. 
And, and by the way, there are, you know, the, the, those, those particular add-ons are game changers. When you start saying, I'm willing to trade this player for this player, and then the team that's involved in the trade says, well, yeah, but what about this other guy? <laughs> it, it's a game changer, and you say, well, I'm not willing to do that. I think, by the way, Landry Fields didn't get, he didn't get taken the day. I feel good about that, Mike, because I do feel like there's some pressure on him to do something, right? and he could have pulled the trigger and done something that didn't make sense or made a bad deal. So I feel good about that, but I still am not sure about what this team is going to look like as we move forward. This is our team now, guys, from now until the end of the season. How good can we be? What are we going to be? But, Mike, this team will continue to change. Yeah, I know that uh, we wanted maybe to get some more defense. I mean, but again, specifically what? You know, do you want to get a, another, uh, you know, a, a power forward? Do you want a 3 and D? Did you want some? I, look, I think we all want some more size down low as Capella's skills kind of diminish. But that wasn't in the offing. The biggest winners today it was the other bogey, uh, Bojan Bogdanovich going to the Knicks from Detroit, P.J. Washington to the Mavericks, and everything else is uh, is kind of ancillary. Patrick Beverly goes from the Sixers to the Bucks, But – there, there was no big blockbuster because it's so hard to make blockbuster trades now because of the new CBA and all the things that are attached to moving those big ticket items. All right, guys, want to hear from you. Happy that they didn't do anything? Well, if everybody stays healthy and plays at our potential, God, that's, a, that's like something John Wooden would say. If we all play to our potential. When does this team play to their potential and stay healthy for more than three weeks? After the All-Star break. Okay. <laughs> Right. Okay. I mean, okay. Isn't that when? Isn't that when that usually happens? Is yeah. after the All Star break. Right. I mean, that's ju- historically coach gets fired, and then all of a sudden they start playing right. better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's I mean, true. Like, that's they true. were before. Now, now it's four out of ten. They did win four out of five, so it is what. It, but yeah, I mean, Snyder is the light starting to go on? Will they? Does Trey get a bounce in the All Star game? He will compete in the skill competition, three point shot, etc. I don't know. But Trey, look, Trey took the snub to heart and has been balling. Yeah, yes. And he and DeJounte have seem, seemingly have been coexisting and producing better lately, too. All right. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Hawks back in action, by the way, at Philly on Friday. That is tomorrow night. Pre-game at 6.30. Tips at 7 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, we'll shift gears a little bit. We'll talk more about the, the Hawks coming up. Also, you'll hear our conversation with Thomas DeMitchell, former general manager of our Atlanta Falcons. It was really interesting to hear him say – some of the things that he laid out for us um, this week as he talked about his failures and his successes and, more importantly, where he thinks this team is at. And he talks about Bill Belichick. Stay tuned. You'll get a chance to hear that. Mike, Josh Kendall, our buddy at The Athletic, is talking about the free agents. Now, you may say, well, wait a minute. Duke's Bell is way too early. Don't we got to get to the combine? Yes, Mm -hmm. but we also need to make decisions on guys and have an idea of where we're going, Mike. So, number one is Calais Campbell. I'd love to have him back. Right. I don't know what the price tag is going to be. I thought that we paid him more than I expected the first time when we signed him. I remember us talking about it, being like, oh, Calais is going to come in here and play like, you know, 15 plays. And then we saw the salary, and he was like, well, it better be a lot more than that. What is the number going to be? I'm not sure. But the point is we want to keep him if possible. Bud yeah. Dupree, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Bud, it was fun. You, one day you were on vacay early in the summer, and Frick is, I, I think Bud Dupree could be the guy. I, 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 I. And I was like, I don't know about Bud Dupree. Well, they combined for 13 sacks. Both had six and a half sacks. Calais as a mentor. If I could keep one, I'd keep Calais Campbell, I think. I'm with you there. 
Uh, I just like what he does and what he means for guys like the development of Zach. Like, he's not here to be a mentor. He's here to get the quarterback on the ground. But Zach Harrison, Evacati, if you can go find somebody. We talked earlier about Bosa, the Chargers might be shopping him. He's a little banged up in his injury career, history in his career. But if you could go find a free agent guy, you know, in Guacque, we've talked about. Yeah. The, the, it's a, like, guys, it's 100 to 1 that the Vikings don't keep Donnell Hunter. But imagine that guy here. But anyway, I still want Clays as far as the edge rushers. Uh, Jeff Okuda, free agent. I'd let him go. Me too. I think that he popped. You know, there was the injury to start the season. Good, and then I just thought it was just uneven. 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 Matt Collins. Unless, unless you get him for pennies on the dollar. Well, that's the other part of this. That's why the number matters. I mean, because you got to pay AJ Terrell, you probably can't pay both. Yeah. And when you say I'm not paying Jeff Okuda, all right, if I am the Falcons, I'm not paying Jeff Okuda. He, he's not, we're not talking about top cornerback money. Uh, as a uh, rotational guy, Mike, maybe potentially, yes. Uh, but he may have other offers out there. But we're just going through the list. Mac Hollins, Mike. Mac Hollins. Adios. Gone. Production was minimal. Um, Kentavious Street. Yeah, I mean, that was a fill-in guy. That was a guy you picked up off uh, that made the trade when Grady went down. Correct. So I, I think that uh, he – I mean, I've heard Bo talk about him on the morning show. I think they like him. But, again, if the, if the price is right. Because yeah. ro- you never have too many guys in your package to rotate and stay fresh. He came in. What he did for me is he showed me he could play. Right. I didn't. I wasn't sure if he could play. He can play. And, again, you have to put it in perspective. He, he, he's not a star D-tackle in this league. But he is a good rotational guy, and I think that is a possibility to stick around. Mike, here's a big one, because I know he's a fan favorite. CP. Can you get one more year out of CP? Or is he – now, here's the thing. He got ticked off at the end. It was it was a blessing and a curse, him and Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith got more production, knew, knew how to use him better than anybody in 21. Part of 22 got hurt. And then he was banged up a little bit in 23. And then once you get Bijan, I'm sorry, you're kind of the odd man out. But how many times, and it was more last year than the, the, the uh, two years ago than this last season, he was always the guy to move the pile. Always the guy. And seemingly when you were coming up with those stupid gadget plays in the red zone, Cordero Patterson can get you three yards you know, sleepwalking, right? Yeah. yeah. I'd love to keep him. I think fans do, but I just wonder, is that too redundant now that you got Bijan along with Tyler? I want to get a little bit younger uh, with the backups to Bijan and Tyler. The investment into Bijan, I need more of him next season. And Tyler Algier, I'm now looking at you as I looked at CP to get these tough yards. That's where I'm at. I think he's odd man out. I think he's, he's probably looking, if he wants to play, I don't even know if he wants to play, but if he does, he might be looking for a new team. If it was me, that's where I'd be, Mike. I'm trying to get a little bit younger with the running backs. Trey Flowers, Mike, what do you think as we talk about the free agents? Uh, gone. Yeah. I, I, I don't see it. Do you? Nope. Not nope. even close. M- Michael Pruitt. I like him. I do too. And if you're going to trade, no, not that they would trade, Maybe. In, it depends on how this quarterback, however we move for a quarterback, if it comes in a trade, Carl, or trades aren't as, as often as baseball or basketball, right? You don't see as many. But I would think with Kyle Pitts being a question mark, is he going to come back? Everyone just assumes he's going to ball out. Damned if, if this guy wasn't everything we talked about when we first talked to him, when we signed him. He, he's great in the red zone. He's a solid piece. And if you didn't have Pitts, he'd probably be, you know, one of the top tight ends in the league, production-wise. But you got Pitts, so what do you think? Well, uh, who am I thinking of that's under contract, Mike, that we talked a lot about? The other tight end um, that Art brought in. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, the name is escaping me. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Because Mike Cole Pruitt played yeah. his role. And yeah. I, 
And by the way, I was talking about the wrong guy. You're talking about McCole Pruitt. I'm talking about the dude that uh, I, I did mention. That's John U. Smith. John U. Smith. Everything I just said, guys, completely ignore it. I'm talking about John U. Smith. John U. Smith. McCole Pruitt is a good role player, good depth guy. At yes, tight he end. is. Yes, he but is. That was the one that was the famous option pass where you've got John U. Smith throwing to him with Pitts blocking. Correct. So, sorry, guys. I had the wrong tight end. Hard. Not even in my defense. We had a lot of tight ends on the team. But no, I would let him go. All right, John U. Smith. I he's not a free agent. He's on. He's under contract. He's under contract. Yes, and that's what that's what I'm talking about. John U. Smith is a player. He can help you. Um, and, and even if you say in a reserve role, mm. if you're going to focus on Pitts' production, that's fine. A couple more here. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're just kind of laying this out. Okay, these are decisions that are going to have to be made. And you say, well, I want this guy back. I don't want this guy back. Some of you may say, well, I don't want any of these guys back. And, and that may be the case. What about right. Van Jefferson, Mike? Adios. Gone. Butterfingers. Mm. No, I mean, what is, what is Van Jefferson known for this year except coming up short on a, one of the most, arguably one of the better ball, thrown balls by Desmond Ritter, uh, you know, the vertical passing game he couldn't come up with, and then dropping the pass from Heineke in Tennessee to maybe give us the game winning or game tying drive. Fourth down. Get off the field. Done. Uh, Cordero Hodge? I shrugged. Okay. So that's no. If you do that in the meeting at the conference table and I say his name, then that means no. Right. Uh, so, I mean, and we're trying to save some money because the, the, this is all part of, guys. And also, restructure. we may restructure, try to restructure Grady, by the way. Yeah. That's probably on the table this year. Well, we'll to save gonna, some more money from some of the other things we want to do. For sure. We're going to see uh, what free agents they prioritize, uh, but there's not a lot. Let's just be honest. We went through this exercise only to say, if you're a Falcon fan and you're hearing these names, you're going, eh, 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 eh. there's not a lot. There's not seven or eight guys that you go, we got to have back and we got to pay these guys because they were so good and, and, and had such an impact on our team. 404-726-0929. Not saying they didn't do their jobs, right. but, Mike, from an impact standpoint, if you feel like you can upgrade and go out, and, and here's the thing. This is why getting this coaching staff in here and Raheem Morris and the plan with Jimmy Lake and whatnot, what do those guys think? Because they're right. coming. They, this they is a, a fresh set of eyes. They, you took the words right out of my mouth. They may have a completely different evaluation of your talent. I know that uh, they may want to – do we want to dip into free agency? Uh, again, the quarterback thing, if we're going to do this through the trade, that may be the guy they want to earmark that eighth overall pick for. Yep. You know, whether you like Dallas Turner or Jared Verse or whoever, whoever – or the kid from UCLA, whoever you think is the guy. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so you guys let us know what you think as we're talking about this. It's Dukes and Bell of Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. More on the big game coming up as we will talk about the road to the big game. More from Patrick Mahomes. And all of a sudden now, I don't understand this, but like the Chiefs are embracing this villain thing. And I didn't know they were villains. I had no idea that they were the bad guys all of a sudden. Is it because they've been to, you know, four Super Bowls, Mike, in a five-year period or whatever it's been? Right. Why are the Chiefs the bad guys? We're going to get into that and uh, how they're dealing with that. And also, we'll hear from Kyle Shanahan talking about this practice field. I'm telling you, Mike, this is going to be a big deal if they lose this game about how they didn't get a chance to practice on a field that got them ready the week of the well, Super Bowl. I was. we talked earlier with Tiffany Blackman. One of the storylines from out in Vegas is the Chiefs fans are saying, enough with the crying from the 49er fans and all the different angles they're talking about already. It's a lot. It really is. Hey, coming up, strong arm story of the day. You will hear Thomas Dimitrov, former general manager, talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
This is Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thomas Dimitrov joins us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Dukes and Bell. Thomas, thanks again, man. We appreciate you jumping on with us. You know, uh, we got introduced to our new head football coach yesterday and Raheem Morris, who I know you know well. Uh, Terry Fontenot was there, and we were talking about this collaborative effort that they have in making these decisions. I'm curious, what was the process when you were the Falcons general manager? Uh, did you report to Rich? Did you go directly to Mr. Blank and a lot of the decisions you made? How did it work then compared to what's, what's happening now? Yeah, it's been a long time, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, look, I, I would say this. I say most of the time I was there, I was answering to Arthur, and so was Mike Smith. Uh, well, Mike was answering to me, and then Dan, when Dan came in, both of us answered to Arthur, and then Rich, uh, towards the end, you know, started uh, coming back into the picture more on the football operations side, and so things adjusted towards the end. Yeah, I know that uh, when you made the big move back in uh, in twenty, and you swung for the fences to get Julio, was that you, you simply called Arthur and said, "Hey, we're making something big happen on draft day." Well, I, look, Mike, that, that was one of those situations that I would say to, uh, in defense of Arthur, if anyone ever thinks that Arthur's a very strong owner, he is. He never once jumped in and, and had anything that he had ideas about things, but he never forced me to do one thing. Everything that we did was myself and the head coach in the final decision there. Right. And so I would, in, I, would, I would let him know what we're thinking about, and he would think about it, and every once in a while he'd throw out some idea. But in the end, he let me do what I needed to do, which I, I would assume is the same now with Terry. Right. Well, we, this is the process. We've been talking to Terry about it and, and you know, wanted to get your thoughts because you lived it and did a great job of it. Thomas Dimitrov, our guest. Thomas, uh, as we talk about team building, what was the most important part? Because that's now the, the case with this Falcon football team again, right? You've got the head coach in place, general manager. Talk about the team building in the offseason and, and the processes that you guys went through. Look, I, I'm a big believer, of course, team building. Some people uh, scoff at it a little bit. Team building to me is more than just a draft pick here and there, right? Gentlemen, you guys both know you followed it a long time. It's about making sure that you have vision about not, not just here and now, not just the first round picks, of course, but down the line, you know, looking at 
free agency versus the draft and how you're going to put it all together, not only for this year, but in the next three and four years. It's about, as you well know, it's about having a bona fide quarterback in that role, which I'm sure you guys will lead into. I mean, you guys are in a really good situation in Atlanta, I still believe, at eight, where you could potentially bring in a legitimate free agent uh, in the early years and maybe maybe go the direction of what, what the Packers have done. Do you get someone at eight or even – you know me, Trader Thomas, Bell, I know you're not a big fan of that. But look, maybe you move up from eight to six. Right. I don't know. Like, the funny thing is I'm working for an analytics company now, which you guys probably know about. And all my analytics uh, propeller heads, and I call them that lovingly, of course, they all tell me, Thomas, you need to move back. I said, if I moved back when we were picking Matt Ryan, I would have only been there two years, and Bell would have been raising, his, raising the roof on me uh, happier even at that point. By the way, we're going to bury the hatchet by the end of this call. Yeah, and by the way, because when we said that Thomas Hippodrome was coming out, a lot of my guys like, you talked to Thomas? No, I just, I, by the way, take this opportunity, Carl, if I can, to apologize to Thomas, because I, I would at times make things personal about things. And now again, I always said, Never be as mean as what you would have gotten in Philly or Boston or New York, but you are no, still no, that's true. <laughs> but you are still the most successful general manager by any dynamic or metric you could look at, and and that's that's undeniable. The thing was, well, yeah, I always felt that like I was just going to yeah, say to that yeah. point, about Mike. Honestly, funny thing, funny situation. You're right. Personal aside, I mean, look, we all move on, we do things. I, I get it. I'm still waiting for that bottle of wine that you're going to give me one day. That's probably where I'm. I'm the most hard ass wow. about. So we'll, we'll move on from that. that. That was a long time ago. Yeah, by the way, that, that bottle's been drank, by the way. We'd have to get you a new one. That's no joke. Thomas is a big wine guy, it. too. But, no, but, but, yeah. but from your standpoint, I mean, because obviously philosophically it was always seemed like you, you liked the idea, let's, let's outscore the guys. And I always felt that, you know, the edge rusher, the defense, because th- sometimes yeah. that is a philosophy, right? And I guess at the time, Smitty and then Quinn, when you would get up on draft day, would, you, would one guy be lobbying for a defensive piece and you're lobbying the other? It was still – or it's still the best athlete available in some cases. I mean, look, there's so many levels, and we could do this another time as well and talk about it because, I look, I'm sometimes perplexed that having uh, the situation of hiring two defensive-minded head coaches, right, and both of them 100% were about coming in to create an offense that was going to beat their ass as a defensive-minded guy, right? It's a, it's a fascinating deal. And, by the way, we do have some fascinating data out there on these head coaches that are defensive coordinators by trade and they come in, there's a lot of mistakes made on quarterbacks in those early rounds because they think they know what beat them as a D coordinator, but they don't necessarily, uh, and it's not just them, of course, it's the, the, the general manager, but they end up making the wrong pick. You, I'll, I'll provide you guys with that data. You'll, you'll find it fascinating. All I'm saying in the end is that we didn't come away in those years with Smitty, who was a fantastic D coordinator, and Dan Quinn, one of the best pass rushing specialist D coordinators, we, we made some mistakes. I raised my hand. You guys have heard me talk about Vic Beasley. We, we took Vic Beasley as a guy we thought was incredibly um, athletic, great moves. He leads the sack, and then he falls because of a lack of passion. Right. So these are things why, and same with Tack McKinley. Why did Dan Quinn and I miss on two pass rushers that could have teed up the Falcons for the years to come? That's a whole other conversation, but it's complicated. There's a lot of layers to it, of course. Yeah, there are. Well, the thing you can't judge, Thomas, you know this, is their love for the game. I mean, we can talk about these guys' skill all we want, and that's a lot of times what you guys draft on, right? You see a guy getting 12, 13 sacks in college. You see his teammates and his coaches talking highly about him. He gets to the league, gets a fat check. You don't know if he loves the game. That, that's the part that you can't get blamed for, even though you might have made the right decision to draft that guy. Well, look, you're exactly right. And those, I mean, that's where I have most of these general managers that are talking to me with regard to the business I'm in, like, help me with free agency. There's so many mistakes made in free agency. I mean, because you can't, right? You can't 
you know, after that one year, you don't know. I mean, they do. They always do really well. It seems like, of course, the year that they're coming out, they make millions and millions of dollars. And then what are they? That's to me, it's complicated. And and look, you know, that idea of judging passion. I mean, those. You know, when I think about mistakes, I think about this, guys, which I think is really important. You make you make mistakes as a general manager, and I raise my hand on them. It's when you had an excessive need, right? We kept coming back to the pass rusher, and we just kept coming up short for some reason, which was complicated. But I talked to most of my contemporaries around the league. They'll raise their hand and say the same thing. It was all on excessive needs. So keeping that in perspective is really important for a team-building group. So for Terry and Ra to come in, they know that they need certain things, yes, but don't, don't get out over your skis on it. Be mindful of it and make sure you're making the right moves, which, of course, people hope that they do. I mean, you draft some great players as Thomas Dimitrov joins us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. I'm always – how much information you have, because we always hear about scouting, Thomas, when you get to a guy like in the fifth round, Grady Jarrett. I mean, did you have – was it a paragraph? Was it an index card? How do you come up to the decision to grab a guy who winds up being a, a stalwart for a decade? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a good point, Mike. I mean, Grady's a great example of a guy that – you know, normally I, I say that you judge your general manager and you guys, you guys can judge me for many other things, but I, I think you judge them off the quarterback move. I think you judge them off the, the, the head coaching move that they were a part of and all of the big moves. I'm not saying the five, six, and seven rounders are important because guys like Grady do add to your resume as a team builder. There's no question when you start hitting on some of those later picks like, like uh, Grady, you, you do a lot of work on the other side, right? You get coaches involved. You get the coach, you know, a head coach at Clemson who was outrageously outspoken about, about a guy like Grady, right, and, and what he brought to the table, even, even, at his, even at his size. So we had quite a bit on a guy like that. There are other guys that we had in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round that were, were really basically a line, and someone had just seen him, you know, at a game. And sometimes you do pick like that. I know you guys don't want to hear that. Sometimes that happens, right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 there's a run on defensive backs in the fifth round or corners or – or, or you know, guards, and all of a sudden you're faced with someone, you're like, God, look, I go all the way back. Another mistake, we talk about Peter Kahn's. Mm. Peter Kahn's was not supposed to be there when he got there. We probably, not probably, we didn't do the research on Peter Kahn's that we truly needed to do. We loved him. We, we thought that he was going to be the guy. Of course, he ended up being one of the bigger busts that we had that I had. And I, and I know why, because we didn't do our due diligence on, diligence on a guy we, we worked hard on it, of course, but not where we wanted to be for, you know, a guy that was going to be such an important part of our transition uh, from Todd McClure. Thomas, do you want to do it again? I'm curious. Do you want to be a GM again? You know what? I, I go round and round about it. You know, uh, working in a startup is interesting, but you guys get a kick out of this. I mean, most of the people in the business with me are between 26 and 36. <laughs> now I'm the old guy. I mean, I came into, into Atlanta at 40, and now I'm 57. I'm like, wow, life is flying by. Look, I, I talk to a lot of people, and people often ask me if I'm interested. Uh, I mean, I'm always interested in listening, of course. I love, I love the game. I love the passion of building. I would love another opportunity to, to win a Super Bowl, of course. I just still, like you guys, I mean, coming out of that year, I still can't believe we didn't win it. When I'm here at these events, right. it, it stirs me. I like it stirs you guys, probably you guys every day, every Super Bowl. You're like, my God, did we really pass up that opportunity? You guys will get a kick out of this if you don't mind me saying sure. this. I've said this here. I, I, this is crazy because a lot of people are asking about Kyle Shanahan, and I, I guess the Falcon faithful will, will probably kick me in the shins as they see me downtown, but <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, incredibly intelligent. Kyle Shanahan, is, if I ever came back as a general manager, I would entertain the opportunity 
to trade for a head coach. I do believe that, by the wow. way. We can talk a lot about that. I know it's a big investment, but I, Kyle would be one of the guys out there that I would knock on a door to say, is there interest there? Because I think he is a special coach being able to utilize talent with his unbelievable knowledge of his scheme. That wow. doesn't mean that I would necessarily take him over someone else. I am saying that we know how important the head coaches are in this league, and I think you know I'm, I'm happy for Raheem that he's got another opportunity to come in there and, and, you know, utilize all he does bring to the table. You know, in this league, there are some really good coaches out there. I'm floored that Bill Belichick, I'm, and I know, Bell, someone sent me your, your, your diatribe on him, uh, believe it or not, <laughs> okay. uh, early on. I don't know if you've sent anything out following up, but the fact that Bill, the fact that Vrabel, and honestly that Dan Quinn didn't have a job a little bit ago blew me away, quite honestly. They're, they're too hard to come by when you have really good football coaches out there. Does it feel, though, because and I know you're pressed for time here and you're doing a lot of stations, but do you feel that it's just the dynamic in 2024 where guys that, like, that aren't, aren't collaborative in nature, it's kind of their way of the highway, sort of become ostracized? You know, that's a really good point. When you have young general managers, remember, we brought in Smitty as my first partner, and that was by design, quite honestly. I was able to work collaboratively with him, and he was a guy that understood that that was my art and his art was coaching. And, you know, Mike, as you know, three-time coach of the year in five years, that's, that's impressive, right? right? And then Dan comes in. Those two guys, I was very fortunate to have two guys that I could work with. It's not easy to be in an organization, especially when you're a newer general manager and bring in someone that's going to be my way or the highway because you want, as a general manager, to be able to sit down in your office and talk about players in, 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 in a uh, sort of a, a calm enough setting where you're not just like throwing darts at your, your GM saying, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You want a guy that's going to listen to your opinion and you're going to come to a, a decision together. Even if you do have final 53, you don't want a general manager coming in there. That's, you know, kicking chairs, uh, so to speak, right? You want a guy that's going to look at it together. And I think there are more and more teams out there. If you look at Rand Carthon and who they hired compared to Mike Vrabel, you know, mm. uh, over in Tennessee. I mean, I think it's a good move for Rand because he's going to have a guy that he can work with in a young guy. So, um, to answer your question, yeah, it's complicated in today's world. I do believe, uh, contrary to what you believe, Mike, I believe there is not one other coach out there that brings you closer to being a Super Bowl winner than Bill Belichick in the next three to four years. That's what I think. Gotcha. Thomas, appreciate you, man. He is with, by the way, Sumer Sports Podcast. That's what he's been talking about and the young guys, and he's the old guy now. Uh, we appreciate it, man. We, you know we could talk to you all day because uh, there's just a lot. There's a lot to chop up. Right. But, hey, thank you so much. Thank maybe you we for, can uh, get you back and we can do it longer. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, water under the bridge, man. <laughs> water under the bridge. And, and just know I wasn't drinking too many Red Bulls here. I feel like I was talking a mile a minute, but I no. appreciate you guys having me. It's all good, man. Good thank intel, you. man. Thanks. If you are just tuning in. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. To Atlanta's number one sports station, it's number one sports show, Dukes and Bell. Hawks didn't do anything today. They didn't trade away DeJounte Murray. Good. They didn't trade away uh, Okongwu. Good. Um, matter of fact, they didn't trade away anybody. But they didn't add anything either, Mike. And so they stay packed, as we like to say, uh, at the trade deadline. Hawks in, at Philly tomorrow night. But a lot of people reacting saying they thought that they would do something. Yeah, the only thing that made it to the media. Now, we don't even know if this is accurate. But it was reported that uh, we were talking to the Pelicans. Fly Pelican. And it was going to be Zion Williamson. But they would want Onyeka Okongwu. And that was too rich for us, as you said. That's a guy we like to keep here because you see the upside, just like you wouldn't want to trade Jalen Johnson. You want to add. You don't want right. to subtract. So, you know, then you'd still be – you'd have Zion, but you'd still be struggling at times defensively in the front court because Capella is just – you know, we love Clint, but, you know, he's he can't give it to you night in, night out like you need it. So we didn't do anything. Uh, and I'm reading some of the uh, reviews. Uh, SI doesn't have us ranked. Sporting News says we're losers because we didn't do anything. But, you know, I guess the article that I read earlier in the week, and I guess it was on ESPN.com, was other GMs will test Landry Fields. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I don't know if, if not butchering your team and, and getting worse is, is failing. I, I think, you know, you, you stay the course. and you, at the, If you want to be positive, Carl, everybody stays healthy. Sadiq Bey stays consistent. DeAndre Hunter gets consistent. But these guys haven't been consistent their entire careers. So that's the ask. Bogey's got to be better, right? Bogey's got to be a lot better. So if all those guys do their job, does that get you to the seven, six? I think we're still a play-in team, Carl. I think we're 10 to, 10 to 7. That's where we are right now, uh, and we'll see if things can get better. Um, nobody's going to tell you, I won't tell you, that they can't go on a nice run if healthy and everybody plays up to the capability, to Mike's point. But we haven't seen that. We can score with anybody. we got to get stops. And, and, you know, you saw it last night in the Boston game, which we'll talk more about. Um, at the end of that game. That's why Boston is is an odds-on favorite to go win it all right. because they they have everything you need. They shoot the three, but they defend, and that is something that you saw that separated them last night. More on the Hawks coming up, but we did want to mention that if you're just tuning in. Mike, let's talk about this villain thing because I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I, I, who doesn't like Patrick Mahomes? Seriously, who doesn't? Um, if you don't like Travis Kelsey, it has nothing to do with Kelsey. It has more to do with his girlfriend. So I'm not understanding why all of a sudden, like, this thing that the, the, the Chiefs have become the villains of the NFL. This is what Mahomes said about being the villains. Um, not necessarily. I think uh, I just like winning. If, if you win a lot and, and that causes you to be a villain, then I'm, I'm okay with it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to enjoy playing the game and try to win as much as possible. I'm with that. Right. I mean, if we ever – please let us pray with me <laughs> – Ever get in the position where we are that team? Yes. Where where the rest of America is sick of Atlanta, where we're winning so much and we're in these championship games every year, 
Dream with me. And we're in Super Bowls year after year. Now, is this, is this after my ashes have been sprinkled off of Marco Island <laughs> in the Gulf on. of Mexico? Can, can we can we dream for a second, please? <laughs> or is this, this is or where is, we're still is, living. Is this at the stage where Carl and I are doing our podcast from the nursing home? <laughs> like like Stadler and Waldorf, the Muppets in the balcony. I'll tell you, Carl, I, we should have, uh, yeah, yeah, take the knee three times and there. Uh, <laughs> I don't like this Super Bowl in Amsterdam. Should be in America. I never liked it since they moved it overseas. Yeah, exactly. This is why we're living. Since All they, right. Since they eliminated 11 to 10 defenders to get more scoring. <laughs> also, my nurse steals my pills. Yes. Who stole my meds? Who stole my meds? This, this is this, why we're living. This is what the Dukes and Bell show is going to sell like in, right. in the year 2000, like in 2056. <laughs> but, but, uh, if we ever become that, right, we're gonna be hated because mm-hmm. that's just what happens. You, they're not gonna like our quarterback. Don't know who it is. They're not gonna like our guys. That that's what happens. We're not. They're not gonna like the wide receiver dating the supermodel, Mike. Because that's what right. happens. Uh, the Chiefs are not villains. To Patrick Mahomes' point, they just win a lot. By the way, guys are hitting us up saying they want to hear more of what Dukes and Bell sounds like on the text line in fifty years from now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so is Arthur Blank, would he be like, would it be like a frozen head in like a glass case? No, that is, he's going to be, be a sentient? He's going to be a hologram. hologram. Okay. It's going to be a hologram. Right. We have the best hot dogs. The price has increased, but it's $10 now. I mean, it'll be it'll be a hologram. <laughs> no horns behind the glass. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Futurama. Yeah, I've just, just thought of him as a hologram. I don't know what's more frightening, the, the, well, the cutoff head or the hologram of Arthur Blank. Well, listen, we're going to get to the point where right. you're going to be able to like, Snap your fingers and your loved ones will appear in a room, all right? right. I mean, we're going to get there. And I tell you, Shanahan's son Carter's done a hell of a job with this team. <laughs> Shanahan's son. <laughs> we, he does have a son finally, Carter, we, by the way. We finally hired Shanahan. <laughs> but we got, his, we got his son. No, I mean, I don't know if this brings, this brings us into like, what we'll do for last call. But, no, getting back to your initial point, when you win like the Patriots won, it just felt – I mean, there were, there, were, there were two eras of that great run where they went seemingly every year. And, you know, the, the early run, remember where they, you know, they beat the Rams, they yeah. beat Carolina, they beat the Eagles. And then there was the, then finally the Patriots got through. I mean, they thought, I said Peyton and the Colts got through. The Steelers got in there. And then there was that second run where they just seemed to just be always in it. This and, new Viagra doesn't work <laughs> like the old. <laughs> what you said is 50 yeah. years from yeah, now. Yeah, I still can't believe we don't have hover cars. Which <laughs> is nonsense. Just saying. <laughs> George Jetson, my ass. <laughs> This is Dukes and Bell 2054, by the way. So 30 years from now, I would be 85. (laughs) Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. Orange Kid runs the radio station. (laughs) Good job, Franklin. Oh, man. But anyway, no, but I don't mind the Chiefs. I I, I just... Brady, you, you, I think we've come to really appreciate, at least I did. I changed my tune on Brady when he went to the Bucs and did what was expected. And everyone, it's easier said than done. Oh, go to another team and win the Super Bowl. He did it. And probably should have stepped away the second year after they nearly beat the Rams. Third act, third season wasn't so good. The year we should have won the division. But, but Brady, I, I stopped being a Brady hater. I embraced it. Still love Joe Montana. But I love Patrick Mahomes as much as I love Joe Montana. I like the guy. Me I don't too. I like other than him bellyaching about the offsides on Kadarius Tony after the Bills loss. I, what, what has he ever done that's well, wrong? No, he hasn't. And and Mike, he felt like he got cheated right. 
in that moment, I had no issues with him. Like, can I hear uh, Chris Jones talking about embracing not being liked? Chris Jones is a beast, by the way. You embrace being uh, not liked anymore. We used to be the most liked. Now we're like the least liked squad now. I don't know where that came about, but it's okay. I think we embrace it. We, we look forward to the challenge. It's like going on a road game. You know what I mean? You look forward to upsetting the crowd. I've told the nurse if she doesn't take us to Magic City. <laughs> Sorry, just thinking out loud. What's Magic City going to look like in 50? Well, I mean, by that time, they may be franchised. <laughs> <laughs> Magic City lemon pepper yeah. wings everywhere. Duke, Dukes and Brown is this part of the show is brought to you by whatever the drug would be that keeps us alive and mm-hmm. Magic City. Yeah. Here we are at the Sea Island location. They really have expanded. Just saying. And the demographics have changed. Can you imagine? <laughs> Debbie told me she wasn't gonna take us back this week. <sighs> yeah, so we're uh, the Sea Island Magic City. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that just shows you how the brand has been built. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this this myriad of opportunities here when you get into it, you know. I mean, so, the Armstead's favorite spot. You took you took me down this road, by it's, the way. It is funny. In the year twenty fifty four, that's that's what Carl said when we become the dynasty. Yeah, because I, I hope like, it, I've been being a wise guy. I hope it happens in the next three years or right right next year, starting with Raheem. Yes, Morris. I want it to happen. I'm right. just saying when we become that, if we ever do, uh, we will be the disliked team. All right, last thing, Andy Reid, Mike. Oh, by the way, and if you, I'm sorry, I just meant to mention yeah. this. If you felt over the years that, uh, or at least this last season, I should say, that uh, Taylor Swift has kind of outshone Patrick Mahomes' beautiful wife, boy, oh boy, does she look amazing in the new Sports Illustrated forthcoming swimsuit uh, edition. Oh, she's in the swimsuit yeah. edition. Have you seen it yet, Oren? Some of the photos are okay. out, and holy shnikes. Okay. Yeah, they did a hell of a job, and she had, she's done a hell of a job herself. All right, terrific. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen it, uh, but now I look forward to it. <laughs> you might feel differently about her. Andy Reid was talking about always believing in his team. Guys, a lot of people didn't think the Chiefs would be here. It's our road to the big game. Uh, we will br- give you our picks, by the way. And tomorrow, here's what we're going to do, just so you know. We're going to pick against the spread, okay? We usually pick three games, but we have one game remaining. Uh, we're going to pick over-under, okay? And then we're going to mm. all pick one prop bet. It doesn't matter what right. it is, but that's how we're going to do this to finish the season. So uh, looking forward to, to seeing what, what that looks like. But here's Andy Reid. We were, we were getting better, but we were play away. And uh, for that, that catch, and it seemed like it came down to that catch three or four games. And... It was in some cases it was guys that I'd seen make the play before uh, that that weren't doing it at that particular time, but I know they had the potential to uh, to make it. Yeah, what he's saying is Patrick Mahomes kept trusting those wide receivers, Mike. Right. He kept throwing them the ball. They finally started making plays. That's kind of what happened. As they listen, the play to end the Ravens game. I mean, they throw it down the field. Who? That that trust, Ballsy. Ballsy. Yeah. right? I mean, to me, and I know that we've had we have a lot of experts and our usual guys from Brian McFadden to Mark Schlereth, and it's interesting. It just Mahomes just creates that X factor. Now, can Purdy do that? Shanahan's got. I, I, where people said uh, hit us up earlier. Where's the pressure lie? I still think the pressure's on Shanahan to overcome the stigma that he can't win the big one. Yeah, it is. You know, Mahomes and these guys. I think they live rent free in most of the league's heads when Mahomes starts moving around back there. I mean, is Bosa? Here's the thing. You know, could a defensive player ever be the player of the game? You know, no one even thinks about that. You know, that and that would mean 49ers probably win the game. Coming up, top three at six is on the way. We'll get you caught up on the latest. What's going on around the NBA? Who really got better today? Did anybody really get better? We'll talk about it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 